Hi everyone, welcome to the ninth episode of Georgia Politics. In today's episode, we will be discussing how Governor Brian Kemp has now ordered uh, everyone to shelter in place to help curb the coronavirus. Um, Trump's Georgia campaign has become all digital. And Kelly Loeffler has apparently been profiting off of the coronavirus in a very evil way, is what New York Times has honestly told us in their most honest fashion. All that and more on the ninth episode of Georgia Politics. Hi everyone. Uh, I hope you all are doing fine. Um, I hope this. Hope you're able to. I hope this virus isn't creating too big of a damper on your day and on your life. Uh, it's it's been rough, you know. It, I mean, I mean to compare it to like I've heard people compare it to like the Great Depression and worse than 9/11, but I I don't really think that's true. Especially the Great Depression. I mean, I know we're kind of going into an economic depression, but you know we all live at in a kind of society where we all have like electronics and things to entertain ourselves with. So I think the idea that we're just Oh, it's just just as bad. It's not. I mean, some people didn't even have a radio uh, during the Great Depression. But um, that's beside the point. But I just hope everyone's doing fine. Um, so I've only got like three topics for today. Um, again, I will not. I am not your number one news outlet for the status of the coronavirus. I have some information about it that relates to Georgia politics, but I am not your number one source for coronavirus information. Like today, I actually don't have any of the, any of the numbers. I know it's like somewhere in the thousands, the death rates in the hundreds. I don't know the exact number. And the problem with giving the exact number, though, a lot of the times is that, well, it changes. And it, it changes a lot and really quickly. So I don't want to give you a number and then you think, that's the number. Maybe you don't check for a couple week, like a couple days what the number is. You tell your friends, guys, it's only like... 3,000, and then, and then somebody tells you, no, dude, it's like 6,000. You know, I, don't want, I don't want that to happen. But um, that's beside the point. Okay, so first thing, uh, first topic I have for you all today is um, Governor Brian Kemp is ordering people to shelter in place to curb the coronavirus. And he's also ordered K-12 schools uh, closed for the rest of the academic year. So he's, he's this is, K-12 is like their online schools. Uh order them to shut down, and then um, they've ordered, uh, what is it, the public schools to shut, they did, they did that a while ago. Um, the new rule will issue Thursday, which is set to run through Friday, April 13th, I, I think April 13th is a Friday, I'm not entirely sure. So, I think a lot of people are thinking that this is going to be like what California is doing. It's similar, it is, uh, it's not, California is, I don't think we're going to enforce this as much, again, it's a rule, we're not calling this a law. California, they they actually passed like a law here in Georgia. This is just a rule, you know. This is we can't. You're not going to get pulled over, you know. They're gonna they're creating they're trying to block people from going places by. I think the police in some counties have actually started putting up roadblocks, especially from Atlanta, because there's a lot of people from Atlanta coming to like grocery stores and stuff, trying to buy because trying to buy stuff because if you live in a more rural area and you have a supermarket, there's not as much people buying from that supermarket. But Atlanta, there's a lot of people in Atlanta. So a lot of the supermarkets are constantly being sold out. So people are from Atlanta are going to these more rural counties and they're buying uh going to the supermarkets that don't that still have a lot of uh stuff in them there and they're buying them out. But um uh the um oh sorry I just kinda lost my place. But um, yeah. So this, so it's not gonna be like police enforcement. That would be kind of ridiculous and kind of pointless, in my own opinion. Uh, I think it would just actually, if you had like police officers going over pulling people over, the guy they pull over could be like have the coronavirus, and then they, the police officer could get the police officer could go to the police station, and the police station would get the virus, and then he go home, and his family would get the virus. You know, that that would be stupid. 
I think what they're just trying to do is they're just telling people, like, hey, don't be an idiot, stay inside. And if you go outside, you're a jerk, and you might get a ticket. You know, we might send you a ticket in the mail. And I think they're trying to also, and they do have, like, roadblocks and stuff, and I think they have, like, guys in, like, hazmat suits telling people, you know, what, what, where, like, why are you going here? I think they're, a lot of things, one of the things they're trying to do right now is keep people in their counties. So, they, they, Brian Kemp is kind of, um, he's on the, he's, he's on the edge, I've heard, on try, on deciding if he's going to do what Florida's doing, where they close their borders down, or if he's going to let them, I think eventually he's going to close the state borders. A lot of other states around us are doing that. Um, I think, uh, South Carolina already did that. So I think most likely Georgia's going to do that. Cause I mean, if it comes down to like Tennessee and then like Alabama does it, then we're just stuck. Okay. We might as well do it. We're surrounded, you know, might as well. So eventually we'll do that. I think. And, um, I think that's, that, that's something I've been talking about for a while that I think it was like my first episode of the coronavirus. I said, we need, this is probably the best solution. It's just, uh, close state borders. I think that's probably the best, um, solution to this problem. But um, I'm going to quote Brian Kemp real quick. Uh, so Brian Kemp, um, he said, uh, I want to encourage my fellow Georgians to hang in there. So I think the, the real thing is right now is he, I think, <clears throat> before I talk about it, let me just say, I think Brian Kemp's done a great job. I really think he has. Um, I think he's done something different than most other governors. Most other governors have either overreacted, in my opinion, or have underreacted. I think Brian Kemp has stayed in the middle. You know, I think he's tried to keep businesses and things open long, as long as possible to the point to where it became, well, you got to close it anyway. You know, it's crucial, have to close it. Because I think he, know, he knows, I think a lot of other Americans also know, that there's going to be really bad economic drawback at, at the end of this. And the economy is really going to take a beating, and it's going to take a while for it to recover. And I think he's trying to make it easier on Georgia. Keep these businesses open as long as possible. Let them be prepared for this as easy as possible. Like a lot of businesses in California were not prepared for them to immediately shut it all down. Brian Kemp has really been preparing people for a while. Get ready. We're gonna close it down. You know, I think he's really tried to ease people into this, which is a really good, which is a really great solution. Trying to make everybody feel comfortable. And I think he's done a really great job at that. And I think his quote says, you know, it says it all there. You know, just remain calm. Just stay at home relax, it's it's not the end of the world, it's going to be over, and we'll we'll try to recover from this. Um, he, he, I mean, one of the things he's just, I think, I think, I think he's not really, as, I don't think Georgia's as scared of the virus as we are of just the economic, because, I mean, Georgia has been on a rise economically for a while now, and it seems like all of our hard work is now going away, but I think with Brian Kemp's leadership, I think we can come back uh, stronger and better than we were before, and I think We've got a bright future after this. It might be a long future. It might be a long, long ways away, but we have a bright future, and it's and it's coming. Um, but yeah, so that's all I have for you about that today. And then we'll talk about in a second. Um, Trump's um campaign has now switched to digital. Okay, so I'm just gonna go ahead and read the article for y'all. Uh, Trump's Georgia campaign pivots to digital amid pandemic. Uh, the coronavirus pandemic has transformed Donald Trump's campaign into digital only. This presents a particular difficult challenge to Trump's growing operation, which has for months been working to fend off Democrats who see the state as the next juicy political battleground. Okay, so let me just give you some facts right now. So the the Democrats have tried to make Trump the enemy throughout this entire virus. But instead, Trump has now 
more popular than he has ever been in his entire presidency. Trump has a better shot of winning than he has ever had before, even against Hillary Clinton. And he's not even doing that much campaigning right now. He's just doing his job as president. There are people like Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders who are, Bernie Sanders especially, who are like literally like beating their hearts out, trying to, to just make Trump as evil as possible and just destroy him. And they have failed. Every time they insult Trump, they just, they make themselves look even more weak. It's like you're not actually, because I think what people realize is like, these guys are just insulting Trump and doing absolutely nothing. Like, they are literally doing nothing. They're just insulting Trump. All the Democrats are doing this. Nancy Pelosi is the worst of them all. I mean, she is probably, I, I swear, after this, she is probably going to be one of the most hated women in America's history. Next to Hillary Clinton. Probably, no, not even women. She's going to be one of the most hated people in just American history. I mean, she literally has just done stupid thing after stupid thing. And it's honestly, it's just disgusting. I think a lot of people are just disgusted by this political bullcrap. Trump has literally gone on TV, told people, no more political crap. Let's just get this thing let's just get this thing locked down and done. And what happens? The Democrats get all political and they try, you know, they try changing bills, they try adding useless crap, like the JFK Performing Arts Center for like a hundred million or something like that. And it's just people are realizing that these people these people are not here to help you. They're here for their own political purpose. And they're just the, the, the Democrats have lost themselves. They've always this is like the Democrat Party has been bad for a long time. But this is probably its worst moment. I mean, they are literally they don't care. They just want they just hate Trump. It's just it's just hate. It's not it, it there's no facts or anything behind it. They just hate him. And I and it just makes no sense at all. And they continue the hit on him. And I think people can just see how, how resilient Trump is. I mean, this dude went from a billionaire who everyone liked, but then he decided that his country needed him. He ran for president. He won, and he's taken so much abuse. But he still has done such a great job, and he's taken like a man. And people respect that. Even if you don't think he's a great guy, which I don't really think he's a great guy in reality, but I do think that he is a strong president. I think he's doing a really great job. When I look into the future, yes, it seems scary with the economic downturn and a possible recession and just a lot of crap that's going to be happening in the future. But I see him and I see a really great leader who can, who can carry us out of this and as quickly as possible. America rose drastically when he became president economically. More jobs were created under his presidency than any other president. More things have been done under him than pretty much any other president in history. And I think with if he gets reelected, we'll have that same exact outcome, but better. But, you know, Trump has just done a great job. I really think so. And I think our hands are chosen. And the same with Brian Kemp. Brian Kemp has done a great job. In the one year he's been governor, he's done an amazing job. More jobs, better pay a lot of great economic things for Georgia. And I think he's going to continue those. And I think Georgia can only grow from here. But Democrats, of course, try to make it. But it's, what's so funny is that the Democrat like states, like Florida with Democratic governor, and then uh, California with Democratic governor. I think, I don't, I can't, I'm not going to say Seattle because I forgot if they have Democrat or not. Um, those states... Those governors, especially the one from California, are the most hated men probably in the United States right now. 
And it's all because, I mean, the, the Democrats are making themselves look worse and worse. With every every passing day of this virus, they've created more and more, more crap that people just can't tolerate. And these, these Democratic governors like California, like California's governor, I mean, th- that California is one of the, I mean, for being the biggest state, well, the second biggest state, you count Alaska, uh, in the U.S., it has like one of the worst economies. For and it's like the place for Hollywood and all this. It has one of the worst economies. It has the largest poor population. I mean, people are literally from California moving to like Texas and Arizona and Nevada. And, and Texas is literally trying to block people from California. California is a crazy state. I think the rest of the United States knows that. And Florida is too. Like I'll I'll give them this. Florida is too. Florida's kind of crazy. You know, in Florida and Flor. I mean, I heard the story recently that Florida's governor. Trump, I mean, Trump is, he is, he's being really strong right now. You can tell. I mean, Florida's governor wanted to stop a cruise ship from parking, from from going in the port uh, on the coast because they had a coronavirus. But there was a, there was like Americans, there was people from Florida in there. But Trump said, no, you got to let dock. Those are American people on that. That's inhumane. Just to, I mean, if they just let the boat just sail around like the coast, I mean, that, why? You need to give those people attention. I mean, I know we don't want this to spread any further, but those are Americans, and they deserve, you know, to be treated like Americans, and they need to be allowed to be brought back to their land and to their homes. And there were some people from like Canada and England, but I think Trump said they were just going to send them flights back to their because I mean we don't want people from like Canada and England here. This is America. We want you know we we only want America. We only want to be helping Americans right now. And um, it's yeah. So I, it, that was ridiculous. And then, of course, you know, California is just, I mean, California just, I mean, they're, like, enforcing this stuff, like, laws, though. Like, they they have police out there who will, like, arrest you or give you a ticket if you, you know, you're driving outside and you're just, maybe just taking a drive. They'll, they'll arrest you. But, um, yeah, but, I, of course, you know, another reason why Trump is fighting for this, and I, I do believe that he's maybe fighting a little too hard, is because of the 2018 elections with Brian Kemp, Stacey Abrams, with it being a very, very, um, all, very, you know, uh, tight vote. Uh, the final scores were 50.2% for Brian Kemp and then 48.8% for Stacey Abrams, but only by like 2%, uh, Brian Kemp won. Uh, and I think this is, I'm not really going to, the Republicans, let me just go ahead and say, uh, Republicans are going to win Georgia again. Trump's going to win Georgia again. I am, a, I am, positive for that. And my statistics say so too. Okay, so you know, okay, here's what Democrats think. They think, oh, we can get all the minorities in Georgia. And we if we just get all the minorities, maybe we won't get all the white people, but maybe we'll get all the minorities. We'll get all the minorities in Georgia and then we'll get some of those other liberal white people from the colleges or something. That's that's what they're thinking. And that's what pretty much every democratic state thinks. And, you know, they haven't done primaries in Georgia either. So, you know, that's one thing we'll have to see. But they they really think that they can because if Stacey Abrams close win they can get he, he can she she uh, they might win well here's the thing okay so Stacey Abrams was very close but this is a governorship compared to the presidency so you have probably out of that forty eight point eight percent a good twenty percent of it was dedicated Democrats you know and that's stand with Brian Kemp probably a good twenty percent that was like you know uh, was just definite Republicans. But then that middle percentage, that was prob that was mostly all people, you know, who 
just your middle average person who's not really into politics, who you know doesn't really care. And that person is the type of person who's probably going to vote Donald Trump. And the way I, the reason I say that is because politically, and if you've done political science, you know that most of the time when a when someone is when somebody has already held that office. They typically get reelected. You know, Donald Trump has is holding the office of the presidency. So, you, typically, if you've done political science, that he should win. He has a better chance of winning. Now, if he was first, if this is his, you know, like in the 2016 elections, that was different. And the reason why you really see a lot of the times the when a president is leaving office and then there's a reelection for the new president, those are usually the most heated of them because. Now you've got a lot of people who haven't held this position before, and that's really when people have to decide. But now you have it, well, one guy's already held it, he's holding it right now, and you have one guy who was the vice president. And I think Democrats are trying to fight for that. Idea. Well, no, you know, um, it, no, 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 you know, he's got some political, he, he's got, I mean, he's been like in politics for four years. They're thinking, no, no, he's, he's been vice president, okay, he's totally fit to be president. The vice presidency is completely different than the presidency. The vice presidency, honestly, and I, I feel bad for Mike Pence too, but it's one of the most worthless jobs. It is one of the most pointless jobs in our entire government. It, it really is. I mean, you lit- the, the only jobs he really has is shake hands with people. And then if Congress can't vote on something, he makes the final vote. That's about it. He's, after that, he's pretty much pointless. And they have this idea that he might win against Donald Trump because he's got he's been vice president but Donald Trump's been president and from looking at the coronavirus he's been he's gotten even more popular since he went against Hillary Clinton people thought Hillary Clinton was like pure evil so he's probably got about the same chance he probably better of being Joe Biden than he did Hillary Clinton so yeah and then and then you know and it's just yeah it's just ridiculous they, you know, they also think Joe Biden appeals to African Americans. Well, here's the thing: Stacey Abrams only appealed. Now, okay, so let's look. I'll show you the statistics, or say the statistics of Georgia, so like minority-wise. Okay, so Georgia is 59.7 percent white. We are 30.5 percent African American. We are 8 percent Hispanic, and then we are 3 percent Asian. And then the rest of the percentage is just different minorities, like uh, uh, Native Americans and stuff like that. So. I think the misperception is that like Stacey Abrams like won all the African American vote. She actually didn't. She got pretty much every African American woman, but she only got eight to eleven of actual African American men. The other ones either did not vote or they voted for Brian Kemp. So the idea that all the African Americans are just going to fall in line and vote for Joe Biden, Joe Biden, honestly, if if they could, if all African Americans had just rally around Stacey Abrams and vote for her. He's probably not got any better of a chance of getting all the African Americans. You know, I think Democrats have this idea that every African American in the entire United States votes for them. They don't. You've got, of course, your Republican African Americans, which there's a lot of, and then you've got your moderate African Americans who don't really care. Like, and that's the same with white people. I'm not saying that's just with African Americans. You have white people who literally just don't vote. Every minority has that. Not every minority, just all of them collectively vote. You know, some a lot of them don't, and that's the same with white people. A lot of white people don't vote. But yeah, I mean, I think Trump is kind of overreacting. I don't think he has to worry as much that he has to fight for Georgia. 
I mean, there there is a Democrats are having a little bit of a rise in Georgia right now, but when it comes to the presidency, I think Trump's very safe. I think he's got a better chance of winning than Joe Biden. I really think he does. But um, yeah. So we'll talk about um Kelly Loeffler, and apparently New York Times has found fa- fa- found her to be one of the most corrupt people in the entire world. Uh, she's just oh pure evil, and we'll talk about that in a second. Okay, so this is um, this is the stupid story of today. So um, Kelly Loeffler's wealth becomes risk as rivals charge she profited on coronavirus. So this is from the New York Times. All right, this is the dumbest article I've ever heard. Okay, so the main this whole story is based around the fact that now she's got like a twenty million dollar. That's how rich she is. She's like she's got like twenty million dollars. Her husband sells stocks. That's like one. That's how they got so rich is they sell stocks. Really good at that. So during the coronavirus, if you don't know the stock market, uh, a lot of the stocks have decreased in price, and a lot of people have been selling their stocks. You know because they're like, oh man, the stock market is going to crash. You know, so people have been selling their stocks for really cheap prices. Right now, it's a really good idea to buy stocks. And that's what I think everyone agrees on. But Democrats have been using this kind of idea, and this is Trump has said stuff about the economy, that talking about the economy is terrible. Why are you're 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 using these people who are dying as an economic gain? No. The economy is the most important part of our entire government. It's what keeps the government moving, it's what keeps our nation moving. Of course we're gonna talk about it. And Kelly Loeffler has gotten mixed up in this because she, like pretty much a lot of Americans are doing right now, are buying up these really cheap stocks. I don't really know exactly everything about the stock market, but I do know that when stocks are like when you have like really good stocks like an Amazon and Walmart, you know, some of these really big companies, it's really good to buy them when they're really cheap. Because eventually, especially like with big trusted names like that, their stocks will eventually rise, and then that's how you make a profit off of the stock market. And she, during the past months, has bought some of these stocks. And now, Democrats, and even some Republicans, which I think is super stupid, have blamed her as, as being this evil person. Like, oh, how dare you? You're using the deaths of, of thousands to, to make your life better with money. Well, okay, here's the thing. That's not the idea. The idea is not, she's like, oh yeah, people please keep dying so I can buy more stocks, yay. No. She's just, like, with a stock market drops, you just buy it. It doesn't matter why, you just buy these stocks. Whenever it drop, whenever the prices go down, doesn't, I don't think usually people really think why it went down. People just buy the stocks. I don't, and unless she was just hoarding this money or something, or she's like, the only way I could say, like, you could be benefiting off the coronavirus, like, in a corrupt way. Buying stocks is not a corrupt way. A corrupt way would be like if she was if she owned a manufacturing plant plant and they made like masks and then she realized there was a high demand on masks so she started charging like five times extra for the masks or something like that would be like true corruption she'd be using the deaths of people to make money this is just buying stocks and I I guess it sucks the circumstances of buying these stocks it's kind of sad but you know, I mean the act like it's some like, terrible, like, I mean, it's just bad coincidence, but she's doing what every other American's doing right now. If you buy stocks, it's a great time to buy stocks. I know a lot of people are doing that. It's not like an evil thing. I mean, I guess you could twist it in some way, but it's not. It's just ridiculous. This is why, like, the New York Times and stuff are just so stupid. I mean, this is just dumb. 
Like, I know that it's a coronavirus, and the only thing to report on is coronavirus, but, dude, you could find something better than this. I mean, this is just stupid. And they say she's at risk or something for her for her Senate seat. I mean, that's just, I mean, come on. Honestly, any politician can keep their seat if they want. They just need a cough on their seat all day, and then, boom, there you go, you keep it. <laughs> you know, you'll, yeah, that, yeah, that's how you'll, 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 you'll cure that, and you just cough on everything. It's yours now. You can keep that Senate seat. Sit on it till you die. You're welcome. Keep it. Oh, sorry, water. Sorry. I usually have to cut before I do that. But okay, then I'm just going to go straight to the end. Okay, well, I hope you all enjoy this episode. I know this is kind of a more relaxed episode. I was just, I don't know, I I just felt like doing it today. I mean, I, I do it on Thursdays. I try to do it every Thursday, but I just was, I don't know, I was just, you know, I don't know if it kind of been tired today. Just wanting to, just wanting to do something, so. I kind of felt like being more chill today than more, you know, oh, let's talk about the growers. Oh, this is terrible. You know, I just felt like just being kind of more laid back. But, um, yeah, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Uh, please check us out on um, all of our, all the areas where our podcast is on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor, Breaker. Um, I think there's one uh, like I like Radio Public. Um, I think, I'm sorry. Radio Public. Uh, what else? All right. Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Spotify. Please do whatever they want you to do to like us, subscribe to us, do whatever it is they want you to do. But, hey, please check out Anchor. Anchor is the best way to listen to us and view us. Um, it's a really great podcast app, and I'll, you can create your own podcast. So please check it out. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. Uh, you know, keep, just, you know, hold out. This should be over soon. And just um, I hope you all have a blessed day. God bless you. And um, bye.